Shani Brightwell from Sate Weather Box. Shani, thank you for joining me today. I would like you to tell us a little bit about your business and hopefully that I can provide with, provide you with some information regarding your SEO. So would you like to to tell us about Sate Weather Box, why you started it and some of the challenges you're facing in terms of the SEO? And what do you what do you know so far about the SEO process? So just quickly, there's three main components of, of improving your Google rankings, and, and this is going to evolve into more artificial intelligence, which I'll get to later on. But the three biggest components for rankings is obviously your content itself, who links to you, and their user experience. So customers that come on to say it with a box, how do they experience your, your business? How do they interact? How many pages they view? How long they stay on your website? All these things are very important. Um, so the, the biggest component is that is the content marketing. So really with SEO, it was a content marketing game in 2007, but it's a content when I started and it's and it's very much still a content marketing game in 2019. So so really what you're really looking to do for your SEO is do strategies that at first think about your business first and then the byproduct of really good digital strategies and and your own business know-how will come together to actually improve your SEO. So normally what you really want at the end of the day, Shani, is attention. That's what you're bidding for. And so with the content marketing, we're breaking through the noise to tell your stories. I think many customers, many clients, they, they many business owners, they see SEO as a sales prospect. And, and largely it can be, but people forget that it's marketing, not sales. And there's a massive difference there. I, when I think of sales, I think of the cold calling, I think of the proposals, I think of the sitting down face to face, I think of it even over the phone, like sometimes like this. So normally my, SEO should be actually viewed as marketing and why that distinction is important is because I want you to start thinking of yourself as more of a content media publisher than actually a business owner that sells corporate gift tampers, right? So understanding what content works for which platform. So. Do you actively use YouTube? Uh, I don't use YouTube at all. I, I haven't really delved into creating any videos Yes. You see the problems I've had today probably scared you off. Um, so, 
<laughs> so normally I would say videos are huge so when you are building content what I what I normally recommend is for businesses to actually go to Google and type in you know um, you know gift hampers why or you know gift hampers how and what that normally does is if you scroll that keyword doesn't mean anything but what you really want once you want to start looking at doing is generating the people also ask section on Google so when you type in like gift hampers how or what gift should I give to or, or, or whatever so it might be you know I'll probably do it for you as, as you as you're gonna um, talk later on and I'll give you some examples so you've got so you got like why should I why should I buy a gift hamper or where should I buy my gift hampers from and when you are building that content then what you should be targeting is at least content that people are searching for that isn't so competitive the long tail and the long form because if you go for corporate gift hampers with your current amount of authority you're really going to you're probably not going to happen when you first, you know, Hampers Emporium, and and you know the other big boys. I know for me, one of the, one of the biggest selling points, the last two Hampers that I got, the last two corporate was the uh, same day delivery. That for me, yeah, uh, that for me was a huge selling point. So the so your business is actually you know fundamental to getting results on for SEO but what I would be what I would be um, discussing in my content marketing strategy is looking for long tail keywords that people are searching for that isn't that competitive where you can probably get maybe 20 clicks a month okay sure. so do you have a do you, do, are you regularly blogging what's your blogging strategy currently like Yep, awesome. So, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't want business owners to start thinking of of uh, content as necessarily as just keywords. Keywords. Keywords are important, but I think where where as a business owner, where your mind should probably be focused more on is in you know producing a piece of content that your target market is going to go wow, and then you can boost that content to a wider audience, and people are going to link to it and share it. I think you want to you want to actually produce every piece of content like it's the bit better than any other piece that you can can currently find when you when you look for the same content from your competitors or from relevant sites. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. So there's actually an awesome site called AnswerThePublic.com, and the the um, the Australian to get the Australian data, you do have to pay for it. But anyway, answerthepublic.com. You type in like gift hampers, and it gives you the what people are searching for on Google around the who, what, where, how, why. So you can actually you'll get so many content suggestions based purely on what people are searching for, and you can get the data strictly from from the Australian audience. So it's quite powerful. It's called answerthepublic.com. I recommend it highly. I like doing it manually, but for, you know, um, so like I might go to Google, type in, you know, uh, gift hampers, um, see, corporate, I'll just put corporate gift hampers, how to, right? And it'd be like, you know, what what is a good so you, also you want to also spin the content around so you can have something like why uh, or, or what what type of gifts should I give 
to my boss or what type of gifts should I give to my fellow colleagues and so you want to have a look around what sort of content and, I, and normally we will do this for clients right so it's a lot of competitor research we're trying to figure out what people are actually linking to and um, the sort of content that is getting shared on social media and the sort of content that people are linking to already and, that, and that's important because the more people that link to you the more authority that you increase over time does that make sense yeah and unfortunately Go on. So my blog post should be more about um, helping them on that journey, not so much. I guess I'm sort of trying to create a story around my business and my products that maybe more problem solving. Absolutely, that should be. If you go to YouTube, and I mean the how-to world is huge, right? So if I, I'm actually going in and in, in answer the public, so I might type in, you know, uh, give tampers, and the reason that you really want to you, you want to think of your content strategy right now and getting like one article to get you 10 clicks a month and then that will compound when you create the next article so when you've got two articles a month that are generating traffic and of course trends and volumes will fluctuate but the more content you at least if you thinking okay I've got to start thinking this way um, you know uh, you know at least you're on the right path I mean people are searching things like what is gift hamper you know what is a gift hamper um, what 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 should a gift hamper include? You know, um, should I include alcohol in the gift hamper? These are what people like are searching around the sort of things. And I'll, after the call, I will send you some um, information about that. So normally, the the way I like to, to help clients is really work out. Okay, what especially if you're a new business in a competitive industry, you you you, you can't expect to start ranking for ultra competitive keywords because they're obviously much further down in the journey and they're, they're like on the 50th lap of a race and you're just starting on, on, on lap one. So what you focus on doing is producing that long form content and getting people to link to you. Now this can be, this, that, that second, so the second part is getting people to link to you. That can be quite challenging because why should someone be linking to you? And this is where the creativity comes in. But so you might have a, you know, you might you might do a video where you you're packaging, uh, so on YouTube, and you've got and you you're going to embed, let's say, a YouTube video into your article. So, you know, five popular gift hamper ideas to give to your boss, right? That's just, right. And then you have a video of you sort of pack, you know, packing it all together. So you got that. You have your own series and your own show on YouTube. You know, calling you know gift hampers with Shani or something like that, right? And you've got that, you've got that show. Like, think of YouTube as literally you've got your own TV show and you're producing weekly or monthly episodes, right? And how quirky, how unique you can make that is is really only limited by your imagination. So, having a video like that and then incorporating that into your blog article. So, let's say you your blog article is about um, the 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 best top, the, the the top five best gift corporate ideas to give to your boss for Christmas and then you've actually got a video uh, one of your episodes is is you sort of packaging certain gift hampers uh, that you're going to give away I like in in, in an episode that you could give to your boss uh, to your boss and you incorporate that into your let's say a thousand word article so someone goes to Google they type in oh gift hamper ideas for my boss bang your article pops up and then what happens you've got three ways they can fuck three or four ways they can actually find you one through actually the Google search results second is through the Google video search you know how Google's got like its own video search okay yep thirdly 
is through uh, actual, there's like snippets of videos that could actually show up in Google and then they can link to your YouTube channel and forth through YouTube itself and they can link back to your website through the descriptions that you put in your videos. So there's four major ways. So by incorporating that video into a thousand word article, you actually, you're increasing your chances of being found. And remember, attention's the game. So you're being four times more likely to be found. Does that make sense so far? Okay, and then why should someone link to you? Well, welcome to the SEO's biggest challenge for every client, right? So normally I would I would work with clients that I feel like are exciting, they've got something different to add, and that's not because I, I want to work with people that I think they're in a business that I think is actually awesome and exciting. I mean, that is who I want to work with, but more from an SEO perspective, when you create that article, think about first, what values is article going to deliver to my audience and then think about all those little strategies that I just mentioned and then second thing is when you start promoting that article start looking around to see other websites that may be and we've got tools that we use to sort of get this a lot faster but just you know you're sort of on your own think of have a look around at what uh, again I can send you some information after just just remind me and I can send you some links and stuff where you can sort of find this information about who's actually linking to your competitors. So let's say you do, you know, a 2019 Christmas gift hamper special. What we normally do as SEOs, we'll go and find out articles that have linked with 2018 or 2017. And we go and look at websites where they've linked to your competitors to outdated content. This is just one way, right? I'm just giving you an idea. And so we'll, we'll say, hi, you know, website name, we've noticed you've, you've linked in your article to this website. It's great. We never ask, we'll never ask for your competitors' links to be taken down. That's unethical and a little bit it's, it's sneaky and not nice, but we don't ever, never ask that. We just say, look, you're linking to an outdated article. Shani from Say It With A Box, we just released an article for the 2019 Christmas gift hampers. Would, it, would you be interested in actually linking to this article? And so they, you might send that 100 times and you get three links. Yeah. All right. So you want to think, and then, and then another way to promote it, obviously, is through social media and boosting ads on Facebook and Instagram so people can actually start liking it and sharing it around because your number one objective is attention through content that people actually want to search for, find valuable and link to. Yep. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> okay, so how was that so far? I don't want to overload you. So normally what I would what I would suggest as well is to think about like other not just you know obviously you've got three or four article ideas you can do just around gift campus for Christmas do you give them to your colleagues write one to colleagues one for boss do you want should you include alcohol like all these little sort of nuances that you can actually include in the article but you could also think of things that like you know what I'm working with another client in the restaurant business and I'm trying to not just say how awesome this restaurant is, but actually create articles around why should you have your, where should you have your first date? And I know people in Sydney are actually looking, typing that into Google, right? Where should I go on my first date? And we're going to actually produce content, so we're going to rank for that keyword, and then go, oh, you landed on our article. Why don't you go to my, why don't you go to this restaurant? 
So with your gift ambers, you might want to think about it not just only always inc inc incorporating the word gift ambers, but you might want to start thinking about content that, you know, gift ideas, um, which is a hugely, hugely, like, massive um, competitive space, you know, but if I go to Google and type in, you know, uh, what are gift I ideas for my boss, let's just... I'm just typing that in. You've got the when I typed in Google, what are gift ideas for my boss? That keyword never gets searched because it's grammatically wrong. <laughs> but but you scroll down, you see the people also ask, and you can see it got like four suggestions. And if you click on the fourth suggestion and then click it back up again, it loads more underneath. So there's questions like, what is a good gift for for your boss? Or is it appropriate to give your boss a gift? Or what are what are good gifts for coworkers? I mean, there's there's like so many ideas there for around, like content you could produce around the Christmas time. There's like 10 there right in front of me that you can start producing that you know Google has said, this is what people ask on Google. It's literally, it's hidden in plain sight what you need to do, literally. All right, so that people also ask section is awesome. So then Google wants to know, so eventually where Google's going to go, which I don't want to necessarily overload you with right now is, you know, how far, like, if, if, if they, if, even if you rank for, is it appropriate to give your boss a gift, right? You rank for that first, and then someone underneath, but people click on that article, and they click back straight away. And someone who's ranking third or fourth, they, you, they, they, Google's users are clicking on those articles and they're actually staying on the site longer, they're not clicking back, and, and on yours they're clicking back. That's called rank brain, and so what's eventually gonna happen, Google's just gonna manually drop you. So the, be, the, the way you get on the top of Google search results is a mixture of, of, of components between producing great content, getting it promoted and people to link to you and to do some social sharing, and then thirdly, to actually keep people on your website and engaged, and that is user experience, and that is massively complicated, um, but it's just, again, thinking of your website much more than a website, but a, a basically a digital front-end tool. So what we normally do is we help clients like speed up the website, um, make sure there's not too many images per page, you know, no one, and, and really the, the, the way you want to think about your website is what, what, is, what, what makes sense for, a, for an everyday user. A lot of the time, small business owners are thinking about Google and search results and things like that, but Google's actually trying to catch up to the everyday user. So anytime there's an improvement made on a website, all Google wants to do is, what, why did Google force us to think about mobile first for websites? Because everyone is using mobiles. Yeah. All right. So, so if you can start thinking, okay, well, what's the best? Why should your website be fast? Not because it's going to give you a boost on your SEO. Your website should be fast so you don't piss off your customers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cool. So how's it? Awesome. Any questions? Well, normally, I would say the, the the average benchmark is around three to four seconds. Now, on a site that's like for your blog articles and things like that, Google Google has released what they call AMP, Accelerated Mobile Pages, um, and, and that is a, a version that just loads up when someone searches for this sort of keywords that we just mentioned on their mobile phone, and they get a very stream, a streamlined version of your website of your of that page. Now, what I've found with that is it can be Quite, because there's actually 
um, functionality uh, it's less functionality intensive so sometimes certain things won't load properly what I recommend and actually it affected one of my clients um, conversion rate so we took AMP off so the website increased in paid speed but our conversion rate improved so it's one of those things where you can continuously tweaking um, and, 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 and experimenting with but no, yeah. So normally, that's what I would recommend. I would recommend thinking about how to get into the website as fast as possible. That is not going to take out important functionality through, because obviously you can do things like AMP and many different other strategies to improve the speed of your site. But just, just use. I mean, it's, it's, it's also common sense. Make sure when you're uploading images, they're not too large, um, and things like that. So, so, so do you have like a strategy? Like, so what are you currently focusing on? Are you reaching out to um, you know other websites? Like you, you got an article, the three best female entrepreneurs, like books to inspire and encourage. I mean that's great, but what does that have to do with what you do? Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, that possibly could have been something that maybe I could have linked. You know, um, to the I don't know authors or someone. In that, but it's, yeah, it's not overly relevant. Um, but that was where I was sort of aiming to create more of a story around the business that um, I need to target on perhaps react to hampers and not irrelevant articles. Yeah, I, I think what I would, I mean, that thinking about content for different that's another um, place I wanted to go. So, you know, that, that might be a good article for LinkedIn. It's just not much, yeah, it could be. Um, you know, there's a lot of female entrepreneurs on LinkedIn, and LinkedIn has a con so. So, what's important too when you're producing content is to think about the context, right? So, I mean, for your blog, you know, we want to build strategy that people are generally what people are searching for on Google. Otherwise, I mean, most companies put their company news, and like no one cares, you know. Like, so uh, thinking about but a, a piece of that piece of content, I would probably take off my website and I'll put it on LinkedIn as three best female entrepreneur books to inspire and encourage. And then when someone goes to LinkedIn and they're reading your article, again, they've got to like it. That's goes without saying. It's got to bring value. It's got to be high quality and that, that can be quite challenging. But if they like it, they're going to actually leave a comment, which is important. And then they're going to, engagement is huge. And then they're going to be like, oh, Where's Shani from? Oh, she does corporate gift hampers. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Maybe I can give some to my clients. Yeah. All right. So that's my that's more of a social media strategy than per se a SEO strategy. But where the SEO factor comes in is Google's going to look at how many times people type in "say it" with a box in Google. So the more, so again, attention is powerful. So maybe on YouTube, you develop a content strategy that I, I reckon you should have your own sort of either bi-weekly where you sort of show exactly when you're putting your gift campus together and give it a give the give it a good like give it a series name give it a show name um you know uh, you know packet with shani or you know something where it's going to ele elevate your personality that's important and you know so, so on youtube that's what i would do linkedin i would do more around female entrepreneurship if that's what you're passionate about um, you know what inspires you how you can bring value because you think about it in LinkedIn they're more sort of thinking about it from a corporate business perspective so the content should be tailored for that environment 
Um, then on Facebook and LinkedIn, you might actually take up a video that you that you did on, on one of your series for 10 minutes on, on YouTube and then just sort of scale it down to like a minute for Instagram and run some ads. And then on Facebook, you might do like a three minute clip where you, where you can again have a three minute version um, and every every single hamper you produce or every 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 time it's something's a little bit different, tell that story. I, I love you telling stories and I want you to tell stories, but tell stories in the right context. So you might, if you did like a, a gift hamper for a, for a client that you know, it's sort of unique, maybe, maybe do a, a minute version where you can dump that on Instagram and also a three minute version that you can put on, Inst on, on Facebook. Okay, sure. And, and just take as much images. Um, what else I was going to say? And you can obviously even target ads to people that are interested in gift hampers on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Okay, so that's incredibly powerful. So it really, it's it's con. It, you're going to think, wow, that's like a lot of content. But I would yeah. rather you, as a business owner, start thinking about it. Like what, pe like I need to start producing content rather than necessarily worried about, you know, other other issues like you know, is is my website fast enough right now? That's important, definitely yeah. important. But there's no point worrying about your website being fast if no one's on it. Yeah, sure. Cool. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, it's very hard to go over the phone to talk about. Obviously, your when someone sees a a listing, the the title in the blue um, is very important. So you know, when you go to Google, you type in a keyword, you see the blue link, and you click on yeah. it. Yep. So that's the meta title, and you can I can see you got Shopify. So that's quite easy to do. When you are writing those titles, you want them to include a keyword, but you don't want to stuff them either. And you've got to think, even if you rank first, if, if you've got someone below that's got a nicer title and that little description, which is the meta description, if if those are written better than, than yours, even if you rank second or first, if someone ranks third or fourth, customers are going to click on them because it's more compelling and enticing. And I, and I believe now the title's changed to around 50 characters. So it's very hard to get a, a keyword in there because obviously you want to get a keyword in there, but you don't. But you also want to get something enticing and descriptive in there as well. And that descript that description is, I believe now, it's around 120 characters, 120 to 150 characters. So keep it keep it like around that mark, and, and just you know create exciting descriptions that if someone's going to see that, they're going to want to click on your listing. Because even if you rank well on Google, what well, again, what people forget is making your titles and descriptions enticing. So that's. Yeah. It's a juggling act because honestly, I, I will spend months sometimes with clients changing and titles and descriptions, not because I want to improve rankings. Sometimes rankings are great, but we're not getting as many clicks as we should. Yeah, sure. So that's something that's um, something for you to think about as well. Does that make sense? Yep, that makes sense. Definitely. Yeah, I've changed that a few times, but I still need to have a look at it and tweak it, I think. Yeah, awesome. Now, what you can also do if, you, if you've got. If you've got around under 500 bucks, what I normally recommend to clients is to call Google. Um, obviously, AdWords professionals can, can like 
they don't normally take on campaigns less than 2000 because 30% of their money goes to them and yeah. and the other 70% goes to Google so under $2000 it's no point so what i recommend is if you got like a budget under 500, 500 bucks is is to get a, either someone that you know or someone that understands google adwords or could, or call google themselves and start telling them that you want to rank on google you don't want traffic you want sales and inquiries so what they're going to do is basically build a campaign for you around people that are going to buy say different keywords like you know buy a corporate gift hamper and what you really want out of that isn't just the sales but what you want to feed out of that is the keywords that people are searching for through Google AdWords that you know are going to come on your website and they're going to buy yeah okay why is that important because then you know what keywords to target in your SEO when you're not paying for clicks all right, I'm trying. I'm trying to throw it all at you, so I don't want to. I don't want to overly bombard you. I, I just. I just wanted you to at least take away something that you can. You can go. Well, at least I can start doing that. You know. Yeah, that is really helpful. Thank you. That's great. Awesome. Any other questions? Um, I don't think so. No, that's. I just. Uh, yeah, probably need to look into YouTube, I guess, and especially coming up to Christmas time, uh, there'll be heaps of content to put on there. So. And video, I think Cisco did a study, a massive IT agency. They they did a study, and by but they believe by 2021, 80 percent of all content on the internet will, will be consumed by video. Okay, sure. Um, I notice on your website you got Google Plus. Get rid of that. That's completely dead now. I would also probably use Pinterest. Yes, I'm on Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah, you, your industry is massive on the Pinterest. You can yeah. you can run Pinterest ads quite cheap as well, so you can actually have an organic presence where you're just sort of building your own pins and boards and things like that. And then you can actually run ads on Pinterest as well. And I believe Pinterest is really cheap because not I don't think they have the competition as Facebook and Instagram. Okay, sure. All right. Yeah, because I think you, you, and I think there's a lot of untapped potential there for you as well. So I will, again, I think the takeaway is to think attention is your number one important goal. All right, the more people that see you, the more people that can in, in, engage with you, leave a comment, share your content, link to your content. That's all in your best interest. Yeah. And now that we had this discussion, I'm going to be following you closely. So, so make sure you're producing content like, um, you know, the entrepreneur content for LinkedIn. Facebook and Instagram, and actually, a, a gentleman. I don't know if I've tagged you in, but that guy from RX Painters on Instagram. I mean, he's going to be up on this. I'm going to call him up just because I gave him the information that he's now profiting big time, and he's not telling anyone about it, and that is annoying me. And all he does is he basically goes to every single job, and he just films him painting, right? And he just, sorry. He, he what? Sorry. He, he films. He films himself painting so he'll go there and say he's going to use this primer he's he's going to use this technique on this board he's using these colors so he's just he's, he's using every single job he goes to as a piece of content okay. all right and then he has on Fridays on Instagram because that's the context for it because people go on Instagram to be entertained he has a virtual B on Fridays so he has a B with his followers on, on Instagram how cool is that Right, because he's a tradie, he attracts a lot of tradies, and it's just for some reason that's their they love doing like they love going on there and having a, a virtual beer with him on Fridays. And I always, 
Yeah. I mean, this is how people, as a small business, like, and he rang me up. He's like, what should I be doing? I, I didn't even tell him to do much about it with SEO. I told him to focus purely on social media and to build that brand. Because when voice comes and the next evolution in technology, the big brands and the well-established brands are going to be far easier. Even let's say your SEO is not carrying you as far. I think for you, your best thing probably would be social media and keep your SEO strategy purely content focused and building brand equity and credibility and trust. And then once once the new wave of technology comes in, so through voice, if someone's going to be like, hey, Amazon or hey, Google, I want to buy a gift hamper, they show, say it with a box, not one of your competitors. And so it's going to be, it's going to be easier for you to transition into the next platform once you've got the brand um, yeah. established. So I think using the tools today to build your brand so you, you can easily transition into the tools of tomorrow. Yeah, fantastic. So, awesome. All right. Thank you. Really helpful. Great. So if you've got any content suggestions, just go, Andrew, I'm running out of ideas. Just email me and throw them, throw them to me and I can, and any questions about linking to you or, you know, comp like how do I find out what, what competitors are linking to or things like that, like any questions, just email, email them over to me. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Shane. I'm going to end the broadcast. Thank you so much. Bye.